Hello everyone. Hey everyone. Happy birthday. Welcome to our 11th birthday celebration. I think our tenure was a little bit hijacked through COVID, but uh, it's amazing that we get to celebrate this year with Jake, our friend, who's going to lead us into some worship. Uh, but we just thought we want to just share something of our hearts, just something of the past and uh, something of the future, what God has for us at City Lights. And uh, yeah, Yeah, we just want to thank those of you who have joined us since January 2011 and uh, have journeyed with us and have also just uh, watched the church grow and it's been such a privilege to do life with you. So um, that's awesome and we're so excited to see who else God's going to add along on this journey. Um, So what are some of our highlights? If you look back. I'd say for me, I mean, there's so many just talk about lives changed and uh, people who came in like I remember a few people coming in like sneaking in the back and now they're leaders in the church so there's all of that stuff but um, I would say one of the key highlights for me was um, a couple of years ago we had uh, Martin Smith and the band come through and uh, it was one of these like big faith ventures for us because it wasn't cheap mm-hmm. and uh, and we just knew that it was like for, not just for us but for the city like God wanted to do something and uh, so we invited all the worship people from around the city to say, listen, come to our old warehouse. If, if anyone remembers warehouse number five, we loved it. Um, and uh, there was just this morning of just, we were worshiping and and I think someone at the back, and I think it was an, a guy from another church, began to sing Jesus, Jesus. And as he sang, it felt like just heaven just opened up. Like the only way to explain it that I think is that like it, we just had this chorus of heaven join in with us. It's what it sounded like to me and to many others around. And I remember crying out to God that day, just like on the floor, just being like so undone by his presence. And it was just incredible. And I remember talking to Martin afterwards and he says, this worship set, he'll remember for the rest of his life. And I think what a privilege to host something like that. And I think that's just a culmination of years of your guys' sacrifice and giving and all of that stuff can, that can lead to these, these highlight moments where we just, where, where there's something so radical that happens in the city. So I believe, so it shifted in that time, but it was just an incredible, incredible moment for me. Yeah, definitely. Conferences are, do have a soft spot in my heart because people come with so much expectation mm. and God just goes over and above. And I think the ladies' conferences that we uh, used to run on the Palm, I think from 2012, we ran a ladies' conference annually. Mm. Um, until COVID came along, but we'll <laughs> we'll get through this. And um, we just had the privilege of having the most incredible woman minister to us, um, Alex Seeley. We had Henry Seeley come in and lead us into worship. Uh, Jake, we've had um, Lisa Bevere. And it's just been amazing to spend time with these women, amazing to have them come in and pour into our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those have been highlights for me. And of course, the people make the church and yeah. just being able to weep with people and see um, marriages restored, saved. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, it's just been, it's been, and also people meeting in the church, getting married mm. and having children and just, it's just amazing to see. Yeah. So, so many highlights. From my side, um, yeah, it's just been an amazing 11 years. Can't believe it's 11 years. I looked at the photos of when we started and how young I looked, and I've got a very great we beard. Yeah, we I mean, did. we didn't have kids, um, <laughs> and we ate we ate better, and we went to gym twice a day. So, 
<laughs> Sometimes. But yeah, uh, I think yeah. January 2011, um, we just heard the whisper of God yeah. to start City Lights and and we just, he's gone above and beyond. Yeah. So, Amazing. Um, yeah, just so grateful for what she looks like now. So we're so grateful for what God has done in this past 11 years, but we're just going to take a moment to just look forward for what he wants to do in and through us then for the future and the next 11 years. In terms of what the future is going to look like, it's going to look a lot like the past where it's going to be lives changed, people meeting Jesus. Uh, but I do feel like God wants to multiply what we're doing. Uh, we, there's a real sense we were praying with the elders recently and just the, the next generation, what he wants to do there, but also uh, Ryan actually came and said, listen, Dan, you need to start calling stuff out in faith. And I already want to call out like, cities and just different nations, because I believe that God's done something so unique here in the past 11 years, but in the years to come, um, I, we, I do believe He's going to multiply that across the world. So I'm saying that in faith. Okay, so, but I, I felt God speak to me this morning out of 1 Thessalonians 1, and it's, uh, and it's just going to read a few scriptures and make a few little points. Uh, Paul and Silas and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians, in God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, grace and peace to you. And I love just that word, in God the Father. And I think I've taught on this so many times, but if we stay intimate with Him, God will do incredible things in and through us. So it's always about intimacy first. Um, we always thank God for all of you and continually mention you in our prayers. We're people of prayer always. Remember before our God the Father, your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. And I, I love those three, those three things. There's work produced by faith, that labor prompted by love for one another, for Jesus and for one another, and your endurance inspired by hope that is in the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's been a crazy two years, and I feel like just that last line of your endurance inspired by hope, and just always looking forward to the goal that is in us. So just a Jesus-focused church, uh, verse 4 says, For we know, brothers and sisters, loved by God, that He has chosen you. That's so key, that He loves us and He's chosen us. Uh, because our gospel came to you not simply with words, but also with power, with the Holy Spirit and with deep conviction. You know how we lived among you for your sake. So just that the thing that says that, they didn't, that the words came with power, but, but, but with the Holy Spirit and deep conviction. And I, more and more, and even as we go into this fasting time over the next couple of weeks, it's just, I want to be a church that is just so filled with God's Spirit. Uh, there's nothing else. Uh, if we are just a praying church, known and loved by God, as it says here, but a church that is filled with the Spirit, we're going to do incredible things for Him. Um, verse 6, it says, You became imitators of us and the Lord, for you welcomed the message in the midst of severe suffering with the joy given by the Holy Spirit. And I just wrote in my Bible here, a fearless church. And uh, it's, it's just incredible what it says that, uh, there was severe suffering, um, but you had joy in the Holy Spirit. And, and I think that's going to be a mark of our church. We, we planted in a city that's uh, not super friendly to the gospel. They're open, but it's not like Western countries, although the Western countries are changing rapidly. Um, but it's just amazing just to see in the midst of that, God's just done something so precious and unique. So the church that we have been is a fearless church. The church that we're going to be into the future is a fearless church church. Verse 8, the Lord's message rang out from you, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, your faith in God has become known everywhere. Therefore, uh, we do not need to say anything about it. Um, for they themselves report uh, what kind of reception you gave us. And just two things there, and I mentioned at the beginning, but 
I do believe God wants to multiply what He wants to do in amongst us. And if that's city lights, churches around the world, if that's businesses, if that's innovation, if that's music, it's whatever. Like, I don't think I, we've ever tried to script what God does. We just want to listen to His promptings and whatever He has for us into the future. And then there's this one line that stood out to me. It says, um, therefore, we do not need to say anything about it, for they themselves report what kind of reception you gave us. Now I know it's probably been saying different in this text, but I was just thinking anyone that comes into City Lights, they feel like they belong and they feel like they're part of a family before they have to do anything. And we've just seen story after story after story where people come in and uh, some, for some people five years before they give their lives to Jesus, but that's that's continued the church I want, I want to build. Like, it's an open reception uh, full of the power of God, full of the presence of God, full of prayer, full of people who love Jesus and will change the city and many cities around us. So in praying about what is it that the church needs to look like here in Dubai, how can we be the most impactful, effective church in Dubai? Some of the things that God put on my heart to pray into is, is the next generation. And, and we really want to invest and pray into and make space for the next generation. And we do that through our kids' ministry conferences. Um, we want to host youth conferences. But we really want um, the, the teens at City Lights to grow up with a strong identity in God, that they do not conform to the patterns of this world, but they are transformed by the renewing of their minds. So we really just trust that there'll be a spirit of boldness that comes upon the youth, that they stand together mm. and that they start youth movements in schools. Mm. There's so much brokenness in this city and we really have set up a ministry uh, called Break Free where our heart is really to minister, restore, see people be fully delivered um, from, from brokenness and from trauma just so that they can walk with God so that they can run with God into their future. So we really want this to be a place where people find healing and restoration in every area of their lives. I see a church that values community, honest, raw, real, accountable relationships that really allow us to grow in God. Just of that, um, I was praying at the beginning of this year and I was saying, God, what are you building? And I just felt just simply family. And I think um, as City Lights grows, which is amazing, God God is the one who brings growth. And I, I wanted to look more like family. And uh, families that get multiplied across nations. And, and we live in a transient city, so some people will go back to their countries. And uh, someone actually sent me a voice note the other day. said, listen, one day when I get back to my country in the UK, my country, my city in the UK, we need to start a City Lights. And I was like, yes. Uh, I feel like that's, that's what it is. It's building this family that love each other, but we are able to multiply this in different parts of the world. It's being lights in the darkness. And yeah. I think that it would be incredible if we could start to see uh, churches in the Gulf regions. Yeah. Um, so that's in Saudi, that's in all parts of the Gulf. It would be incredible to yeah. see um, just people worshiping there. I think... A passion of mine is for the church, for City Lights in Dubai to be a constant, mm. to be immovable and unshakable with whatever happens in the city into the future. And for people to know 
if they had to come and go, if people had to lose their way, that we would be a constant bringing them back to truth, that they would be welcomed through the doors, that we would welcome back the prodigals, mm -hmm. that we would say with open arms, come back, we will love you and we will restore you and we will show you an amazing future. Yeah. I listened to someone today who said, our purpose in life is to pursue God with God's people and to pursue the plans of God with the people of God. And that is just our heart to connect people to his plans for their life. Yeah. I think of that, um, we've always wanted to build something that's not about one or two that are in the front, but about the people rising up in their gifting and calling. And I think that's been a deep value in our hearts and a saying that, that gets me excited about leading the church is just to to look over these past years and just see all these leaders that have popped up and just what God's gonna do in people's lives into the future is just so exciting. What a privilege that a lot of them got raised up in this um, and uh, and they're gonna be sent out and, and released into the incredible giftings and callings that are people's lives. I really wanna be a church who stands in the gap for members of the family, for people in the city, for the government that we stand in the gap we pray we intercede we are a praying mm. church so some exciting news is that we are going to be expanding next door we've been speaking about it for a while so over the next few months we're going to be creating space that really is to to create space for more people to come in to encounter jesus and we'd love for you to just keep journeying with us if you're not part of this community stick alongside us we're going to we're going to do some incredible things in the years to come